Welcome to Talos Takes, the security podcast for everyone from the C-suite to the front lines. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another special Cybersecurity Awareness Month episode of Talos Takes. Today, I am joined by Sammy Seaman. Thanks for coming on, Sammy. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You are a well-known name in the Beers with Tallow space because they name drop you all the time. And you've been on the show before, but this is your first time on Tallow's Takes. And I know you're, this is going to be kind of hard because obviously you used to be my boss. And I know that your, your job is like 800 different things. But can you just give a quick overview of what your role is with Tallow's? Yeah, absolutely. So I am the employee experience lead, which encompasses a whole lot of things that on the high level include everything from information and knowledge management internally. I manage right now, I manage a team that involves a technical writer, and we do a lot of documentation within our technical team. So got a lot going on, but (laughs) it's always a new challenge. So I wanted to have you on for this episode and specifically for Cybersecurity Awareness Month because you and I came from, I can't really say similar backgrounds, I guess, but we were kind of in the same boat because we came to Talos from explicitly not cybersecurity jobs and kind of just got thrown into the deep end of like, okay, well, you work for a cybersecurity company now and it's it's a good thing because we don't care that you don't have cybersecurity skills. We will teach you that part. But we kind of got thrown into the deep end of like having to figure out terms and inherent knowledge and that kind of stuff. Like when I first got here, I was so annoyed that I actually had to use MFA to log into things because I was like, I can't believe anyone actually uses that stuff. So I'm kind of curious, like when you first started working at Talos, what were some of the first like aha moments that you had? Correct me if I'm wrong, but you were like working in library science and like knowledge management prior to this, right? Yeah, so I did, I was a punk rock archivist. I also did, uh, I worked for a company that I did a lot of things from HR to marketing to finance. And it was in the cybersecurity space, but I wasn't doing, you know, kind of some of the stuff I've been doing now. But a lot of my background is in education and like some libraries. And so like, I've got the basic skills of, you know, like, how do we learn? How do we teach these things to other people? And similar to you, I think that was one of my biggest aha moments is like, it's really easy to think that like people that have the technical skills in here, like it's just something they know, but it's something that they learned. And it's something that anyone can learn, like the basic things that you need to do to protect yourself. And so that was really kind of that moment of like, oh, yeah, somebody else had to start fresh on this. And so I can start fresh on this too, even though, you know, I'm a lot further along in my life and career than these other folks. And I think some of the other like big aha moments is like cybersecurity is, it can be very scary. Like there's a lot of things that are tied to it because it can involve a lot of things that are connected to human emotions. But I think the big thing is tying back to that. It's a learned skill. It's scary, but it's something you can learn. And once you start learning some of those basic things, it becomes way less scary because you learn methods to protect yourself both personally and especially if you work in cybersecurity, protecting yourself at work. Those are things that, you know, you you can learn and you can do. And you just got to kind of pick somewhere start, dip your toe in, and then slowly you'll find yourself, you know, thrown into the deep end. And you're like, oh, wow, like I know what all these things are. And I at least know what someone's talking about. And I know that one of the things that you've become increasingly involved with 
here is our conferences. Like you've probably seen Sammy, if you've ever come to one of our booths at RSA or Cisco Live or Black Hat or whatever. And specifically with uh, Grace Hopper and some other female-focused cybersecurity programs, what made you want to get more involved in, in that space? So kind of going into my background, like I like I like helping people. At the end of the day, that's what I want to do. I want to connect people with the things that will help them obtain whatever their goal is. And so, you know, as I do more and more outreach to these specific kind of groups, like one of the, the groups that I work with a lot, it's called Girls Reimagine Tomorrow or GRIT. And it focuses on middle school women and getting them interested in tech and just all kinds of different areas of STEM. And so one of the things that I love in doing events like that and hackathons that focus on high school and college aged girls is that like, there's so much more available now than when I was their age. And it's really exciting to, you know, go and help bring that to some of the younger age groups. And then with other events, like so like Grace Hopper, like there's people from all over the tech industry. There's people of all ages there. And it's really amazing connecting with those folks and helping them learn more about, you know, what we specifically do in like private cybersecurity fields and just showing what's more available and bringing that community together. And I think also, you know, just to keep keep adding on of just, you know, raising up more underrepresented groups in tech, because, you know, at least as far as demographics, like, you know, you know, women of color are still very much in the minority of the field. And so helping different people that are either trying to get into the field or are currently in it and looking for where they can go next, what they can do, helping those groups find more resources and make more connections is really awesome. I, I think that that's really interesting because you and like Wendy, who I work with now, and mm-hmm. some of the other folks on my team who are graphic designers, like, I think it's just important to tell people that you don't need formal security or IT education to get into this industry because none of us went to school for that explicitly. But there are like some transferable skills that you can kind of bring along with you no matter what roles you've had previously. Outside of that, is there any other like good advice that you would provide to anyone else who's listening to this who like may not have that formal traditional education that you think about who wants to get into the security industry? Kind of, well, one of the things is, you know, like you mentioned, transferable skills, thinking about what you already know, what you can already do and how that can apply into security positions, whatever it is that you're looking at, whether if you're looking to go into kind of a research role, like we have, especially at Talos, like we have a ton of people that like have backgrounds in political science or in um, journalism. Like we have people that have those researching skills that like we can teach and learn some of the other things because you've got some of those basic puzzle solving abilities, or you've got the ability to write, you've got the ability to design, or like for me, you know, the ability to organize, like we have an entire division of program managers that work with our different teams that are engineering research intelligence based that help them organize their projects and make sure that they're moving in the direction they need to be. And so, you know, that's one thing to remember that even if you're not super technical, like the security adjacent positions, and even like sometimes there's security base positions still are available to you um, within these fields. And then also, you know, people are looking to break into kind of the more technical side and they don't necessarily have those skills. Like what I always tell people is think locally, 
and look around for what you've got going on in your areas. Like there are all kinds of entry-level hackathons and um, capture the flag CTF events where they'll take people who are brand new to this and teach them how to do the things and then kind of release them and let them go try those things out with other people that are brand new to those fields. Or, you know, look for like local conferences of things because a lot of these have low barrier for entry. So they're available to people that either cannot pay anything to take a course or, you know, get a degree if that's something. And then they can go through those programs and like go through those like events. Like B-Sides is a great event that happens all across the U.S. and the world where people can go and it's, again, low barrier for entry. It's not like a thousand dollar conference and you can go and meet people and talk to people and learn more about what different people are doing in different areas. Like whether you want to do threat hunting or you want to do reversing, or you're looking at some sort of, you know, non-technical position, but within the field, that's all available to you. Also, another really great thing that we've just started working on inside of Talos is, you know, if you're looking to break into the security industry and are looking at a more non-traditional method of going in apprenticeships. So at least within the U.S., the U.S. Department of Labor and different state departments of labor are starting to build these apprenticeship programs so that you can go through cybersecurity trainings and you're effectively being trained on the job. You do X amount of work. Um schoolwork with that. Um, So you're effectively being paid full time for this apprenticeship, learning cybersecurity skills on the job while you're doing this. And then the whole intent of a lot of these apprenticeship programs is that you'll be hired on at the end of that, um, the completion of that. And, you know, that's another really great method to look to break into this if you don't necessarily have a formal security or IT educational background, you can enter those programs with next to no IT or security training. So that's another great method of checking out, like, is this, if it's something you want to do, you can go forth and do it and also get paid while doing it. So the theme of this year, Cybersecurity Awareness Month, is see yourself in cyber. So the last thing I kind of want to talk about is teaching yourself about security so that you can see yourself in that space. Like, obviously, I don't think either of us are going to go out there and start reverse engineering some malware tomorrow. But I do feel like we can hold our own in conversations with leadership and uh, conference goers, like I was just talking about with Cisco Live and stuff like that. So what do you think the average person could kind of do to just teach themselves more about security? Like, for me, the best resource was just to ask the people who I work with. And getting over the hump of being afraid to ask a dumb question, like in our WebEx team, there's literally a space called no such thing as a stupid question, where people will answer literally any question you have about anything. And like when I first started working here, I had never opened the terminal on a Mac before. So then when I got here and the new hire guide was talking about going into the terminal, I didn't know what I was doing. So what's kind of some like, what's a good place to start for people who literally just want to get a base level of security knowledge? Yeah, I think you've got it right there is, you know, number one, absolutely, you know, don't be afraid to ask. I know that's easy to say, but I think that that's been one of the things that has helped me most through my career in security is, you know, when somebody says something that I don't know what it is, or they'll use an acronym or something, you know, I'll be like, hey, can we pause for a second? What is that? What does it mean? So that I know as we're going forward, because frequently that's not the first and the last time they're going to drop whatever that term or acronym is. 
And, you know, thankfully that's been met with open arms, especially in the areas of the field that I've worked with. And so people have been like, you know, here, let me show you. And it's more of asking people, you know, hey, show me and then let me do it so that you know how to do it next time. So like similar to you, like I never really, I, in my uh, master's program for library science, like we did a lot of programming things and databasing and you know metadata and all kinds of things. So I had some knowledge of this, but like adding into and creating my own scripts and like running them in the terminal was absolutely terrifying. But thankfully I had enough people where I was like, hey, can someone work with me on this? Can you show me how to do it? And, you know, that's going to go a long way in making sure that you understand and have that understanding. And some of the other things, if you're trying to, you know, teach yourself things, number one is reading, like find, you know, different security blogs or companies that you like, because we're posting things like we have blogs all the time about everything under the sun. Like we've got different malware families, we've got different threat actor groups, we've got spotlights on vulnerabilities. And like, you know, so many people do that. There's tons of resources out there where you can read and just learn what's going on. You can look up terms and listening to podcasts. So many like this one have information about, you know, what's going on, what we're seeing, what we're doing, what other people are doing and, you know, making those connections both like in the industry and outside of the industry with people that just need cybersecurity assistance. So if those are things you're interested in, just start looking around, start reading and start trying things like see, see what you like, see what you don't like. Um, because the field of cybersecurity is so big and vast and there's so much out there now, which can be overwhelming, but it can also be exciting to figure out exactly what you like to do and Mm -hmm. how you're going to go about doing it. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks for doing this with me, Sammy. This was a lot of fun and I hope it was helpful for people. I always love getting to hang out with you, obviously, but you already knew that. All right. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, this is lovely. We'll have you on in the future for something else. Yeah. Thank you so much. 